my people. This is Rod for the Corner Store Podcast. Subscribe, like, comment, and share the content. And uh, you can find us on YouTube, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iTunes. Appreciate all y'all support. Now, this is Rob on the mic. Join me on the panel. We got Nelly and Eric. How y'all doing, fellas? What's good? What's good? What's good? Now, we were just talking about the Olympics and how Team USA just lost to France. And it just seems like back in the day, Players went to college three or four years, and they had that they had that elite college coaching, and they was uh, more refined once they got into the NBA. But today, you got the AAU circuit, and players are playing as individuals, and they're just jacking up threes. I mean, it's just too much of a finesse game. It's not too much physical, and they call like a lot of ticky tack fouls in the NBA. And when you get to Olympics, I mean, you could pretty much kind of like you really got to get hit pretty good in order to like get a foul. So, so my question for y'all was like, in order to, to like make these players more NBA ready, now that they're getting paid in college, should they just stay in college for four years and then go into the NBA? That's a great question. That's a great question, because they making money. Yeah. But you want them to be fundamentally sound by the time they get in the league. Great yeah. question. I, hey. What'd you say now? I think it's a good thing, fellas, because if you really think about it, a lot of these players, a lot of players should have stayed in the school at least a few times. Uh, but some of the situations, you know, you never know, people, people need money. So they went to the league and then they had to leave four or five years later because they, they wasn't physically ready or mentally ready. Mm-hmm. I think I think this new deal with them getting paid in college will definitely help that. Not just not just the college competition, but it's going to help the the, U, the NBA competition down the road. Because like you said, Rob, they're going to be they're going to be getting developing. They're going to be getting good coaching, and they're going to get experience on top of that. So, I definitely think that it's going to help. I actually thought that the one of Dunn's really was watering down college basketball. Uh, it still was exciting, but. As you as we as we saw with the one and done, a lot of these power five schools was a lot of the the, the, the I guess what you call it the, the B schools catching up to some of these power five schools because of the one and done's. They kind of even it kind of even the playing field a little bit. I think that you still gonna get the power five schools with the new ruling, but I mean it's gonna make better for good competition all the way around. That's just me personally. I mean, man, listen, I don't. If you make a fifteen grand a month off of interviews or selling, you know, selling something with your likeness, man, that's a lot more than you had a year ago. So, and I think a lot of kids miss out on the college experience too. Just think about it. If if Zion would have stayed in Duke for like at least three years, mm-hmm. you know how much competition or how much excitement that would have been, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, college, yeah. 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 So I think it's a good. I think it's a very good idea. It's, it's really long overdue, personally. Um, I'm just excited to see where it's gonna go. I think a lot of kids, because you know what it is, though, guys. Let's just call it what it is. The the NCAA started writing on the wrong. A lot of these kids was just skipping college altogether. Period. They were just going to, to the G League. It was going to the going league over, overseas. Going overseas, exactly. The college. So the college game started writing on the wall long uh, a while now so this this is them readjusting trying to bring that back to them because they know that kids are getting smarter now you know it's all about the money you know if, you know kids should get punished think about it I, I i i really hated the ncaa with that like well my man over here gave him 50 dollars to give him something to eat well that's a violation well, he, he needed a car to get to school so i gave him a car that's a violation come on man people gotta leave him you know hey and it could be, like you said, I love you said that. Because it could be a hundred dollars just for some food for the week. And yeah. that's a fucking violation. Where they can take the goddamn championship, anything out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but the college people making money off of it. So I was I'm for them getting paid, y'all, but I really believe it's gonna get real hectic. It's gonna be some shaving points. I believe there's too much money involved now. I, I might see a kid throw a game. I mean, I really believe that college is going to be really corrupt. I mean, it's corrupt now, mm-hmm. but it's just behind the scenes. 
Now you letting everybody see your dirty laundry. Mm-hmm. You know, with the players earning their own money through their own likeness, like how much money would the NCAA lose based off of that? I mean, I don't think they will lose much. I mean, they still gonna get the advertisers. They 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 still gonna get the um like the viewership because it should be more stars now that kids should be staying in school a little bit longer. So yeah. Will they really lose money just based off the players making their own money off their own social medias and, and, and off their own like shoe deals and stuff like that? I don't I don't think so. I think it's gonna make them I think it's gonna make them even more money now. If you, if you can get the if you can get the Zions of the world to stay in college two or three years, I mean that's a win-win for everybody. You know, the NCAA is gonna make their money regardless, and the kids gonna make their money now. And I think a lot of the kids really do enjoy the college experience, but life happens. You need money. You got families. So they leave after one year. So think about this. If you really like the college experience, I'm getting paid $10,000 a month or whatever it is because I'm a star, a star athlete. Why not stay two or three years? The money going to be there. That's based off of their social media. So, I mean, these, these players got like, Know, tens of thousands of followers on Instagram. So just that by itself, they can monetize off of their um their Instagram, mm-hmm. possibly on uh, Facebook and Twitter. I mean, there's so many opportunities out there right now. Yeah. So I, I think it's a good idea, fellas. I'm I'm curious to see where it's gonna go. They might have to do some tweaks in me. They, they might have to do some tweaks in between to kind of see how it's gonna go. Uh, I hope they wouldn't go. I hope it's not to the point where they're shaving points, but. It's not going to be a perfect start now, but like right. five or 10 years, then it'll be more more refined. Well, let me say this. Nick Saban had an attitude this week, this past week, about the kids getting money. And it sounded like he was upset about And I was watching a PTI, Will Bunch, shout out to the shy. Mm-hmm. And he was like, y'all been robbing them blood all these years. It sounded they made some money, but Nick Saban got a quarterback coming in. His quarterback is making like a million dollars. A million fucking dollars. And he ain't through a pass yet. Yes. Yeah. Like, that's what we want. Now, now you see teams like Oklahoma and all them trying to go to the SEC. Because it's going to, whatever but, you say, some of these, they're going to have some big money and flow on in the SEC. Big team, too. You know what I'm saying? But think about it, though. If you the Alabama of the world, guys, you probably getting two or three five-star quarterbacks Every year, so if you quarterback, if you if you QB two, and you and you behind Justin Fields, you know the first thing you want to do is I right, I got to transfer out of here because I'm not getting exposure. I need money to get to the league, so I'm going to transfer to another school. Now, if you if you if you quarterback two, you make a million dollars a year. I sit back and chill, you know, wait my turn, you know. Yeah, yeah. So and so I, I hear what if I hear what Saban is saying, but I think it's better for everybody. I think it's better for everybody at the end of the day. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, like like I said, I love that question. I would love to see players like you say, now say, since we get paid off our likeness, at least the minimum stay two to three years. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not that one and done shit. Like I say, you do a good two years, maybe you can go three. You know what I'm saying? If you want to stay for a cool, you make your money. Because right. no, like you said, no matter what, some of these players not going pro. That's be most of these players not going pro, and I mean that's in every sport, not just football and basketball. They won't go pro. So okay, I went to school, learned, got to be an education, and I still made a few dollars out of. It. Now I can pay the fucking school back the shit I do owe. You kind of see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So at least start off with a fresh start when you out of college. The thing, like I said before, the the writing was on the wall for NCAA. There's too many avenues now where you can make money basketball-wise. Uh, the G League, overseas, big three. You know, it's so many leagues now where you can go make money. And the NCAA been robbing these kids far so long, far too long. So I'm, I'm happy for it. I think it's a good thing. You would still have the dynamic of players still want to leave early so that they could get that of first course. contract. I mean, you know, they're going to make millions pretty much overnight by doing that. So, um, you know, for the most part, it's, 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 it's sad to say this, but most of the black players that come out early, their main motivation is to go out and, and buy their uh, mom's houses and shit. So 
So that's the unfortunate thing about, you know, being a, like a poor black athlete. I mean, you're, you're kind of pressured into leaving school early so you can kind of make that money so that, so you can get your parents a house or whatever. But, but I mean, hopefully they, they would, um, you know, weigh their options. Hopefully their agents, actually, if they do hire an agent, then they pretty much got to declare for the draft, but hopefully they have some sound, um, recommendations on staying in school a little bit longer. So, so that way they could kind of, um, you know, hone in their skills, improve their skills. So, so that way they could be a better player, a more, a more NBA ready type of player. So the same with the NFL. I mean, you, you want these kids to have four years of college experience and then go into the, to the NFL, because once you get, once you go into the big leagues, man, I mean, you, you pretty much got to prove yourself from day one. They can't fail. But don't you think that will be great to learn how to, in college, now you got to make it a look like the $1 million kid. You, you make it a little money now. Now learn how to invest it. Like I say, spend some, take care of your family. But learn how to invest in this shit before you get to the pros make the real big money. Exactly. That's a good so point. So I think Eric. that would be a plus. So when you get out there, like in the real world, you don't get fucked over with investments and shit like that that don't fall through. Because you already been talked through about it during college. That's a good point. That's a good point. What y'all niggas lying about now? Here you go. We're talking about, <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm sorry, the NCAA as far as the uh, college players getting paid and would that entice them to stay in school longer or would they still just still go into the pro so that way they could kind of make that money so they could buy the, uh, their, their mother's houses? Right. Uh, y'all see me on video? No. How about yes. Yeah. All right, we're going outside. We're going on that side. Yo, yo, y'all, good night, right? Yeah. All right, for sure. Carry on, carry on, fellas. My, my bad. You know, it's Sunday. It's cooking day for me, too. That's what I'm doing right now, baby. Yeah, nice hey. lighting and a backdrop. Last week you was out. I was outside. You was outside. Now I'm cooking. You cooking. There's a whole lot of biting shit, nigga. <laughs> it's like y'all not I'm running. So patriarchy. I swear I'm cooking right now, see. It seems like y'all not running patriarchies in y'all house. I mean, y'all shouldn't be God damn. Hey, 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 for the first time. Here we go first, again. For the, hey, for the first time in a while, I, I didn't cook today. Wife should cook today, so I'm oh, on nice. I'm on early. Yeah, man. Hey, Ellie, you running a type ship, huh? <laughs> Coming from somebody who always barbecuing and deep frying turkeys and chickens and shit, you got a whole lot of lies to say, huh? They barbecuing, that's like a man's thing, man. I mean, you know. Nah, nah, nah. Cooking is cooking, man. Y'all got to step y'all game up. I'm doing more than barbecuing. So. <laughs> well, y'all. Hey, that everybody is something, guys. <laughs> Look, yeah, uh, we 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 had to acknowledge the um the latest NBA champs, the Milwaukee Bucks. Congrats to Giannis of winning his first NBA Finals MVP. He got Big two fight. league MVPs. He got an All Star MVP, Defensive Player of the Year. I mean, it, man, he only twenty six years old. I mean, how much better can he get? I, I got a, hey, I got a question. The, the boy yeah. good, man. Hold on. I got, I got a question though, fellas. That's is, my sound. Is that was that performance one of the one of the most dominating final performance that you have seen? Game closer, yes. You know what? Game closer, um, yes. Y'all don't. I still believe that LeBron fifty-eight and eight, fifty-one eight and eight when they lost to Golden State game one when Jazz Smith fucked up. Oh, but now uh, we're we're talking uh, closeout games in the finals. Now I said closeout game, game, but I'm talking about just the finals of uh, finals playoffs. I would put LeBron right there, then maybe Michael Jordan with the Portland game. But so the way Giannis clowned, y'all. The Jordan Utah game, he pushed my man out the way. Yeah, that was a push off. They so call him in these days. Well, um, I would probably put, well, as far as games that I have seen with my own two eyes, I mean, obviously, I, I, will, I would like to say Magic, but. I mean, I didn't see that game. I was probably two years old at the time that that happened. He was a rookie. Kareem got hurt, and he started as a center. And played all five positions. Right. So, I mean, just, just by looking at it, learning about it, that was one hell of a performance for just a rookie. So, I would probably put that as number one, actually. 
Two will probably be Giannis and three probably be Jordan. And, and don't forget, Scotty, he was he was very compromised in that game because he only he was pretty much like a decoy. I mean, he yeah. we, we really didn't it get so Michael, Michael literally won that game by himself. But as, as, as far as as far as ranking it, I'll put Magic, Giannis, and then Michael. But I I would put I wouldn't just I wouldn't just label, I just want to put him in a box and say close that game. I think after that second loss, I think after that second loss that Milwaukee had, Giannis pretty much took over from the rest of the, the, the series. I mean, he was, oh, yeah. he couldn't, they, they couldn't stop him. They couldn't stop him. He was, scoring, they, he was scoring 40 points every night. Yeah, so on game yeah. three through game six, like Giannis just snapped. I mean, you know, like the Bucks, they uh, pretty much won out of game three. He scored over 40. Game four was the pivotal uh, alley-oop block. Mm. Game five was the uh, steal, alley-oop, and then game six, he scored 50. So, I mean, literally from game three to game six, I mean, he just snapped every game. And, you know, game. you know, and I, I want to ask you guys this question. Like, when you think of defensive player of the year, what do you look for in a player? What is the defensive player of the year? Somebody that's playing clutch defense all year long. And, and, yeah, I mean, go ahead. Right, not 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 four out of eight games. I mean, every game you like this motherfucker to be an asshole and beat me up all night. Your defense shows up every game, but it's like sometimes you have off nights on your offense, but your defense shows up every single game. Okay, okay. And the reason why I ask that is, if you really pay attention to to Giannis' defense in this series, after that second game, uh, you could tell even deep book a lot of the players was going through the hole and Giannis was in their face. Every single time, like they got to the point where Yana was just taking it right off the glass, you know. Like to me, a defensive player of the year is somebody who's constantly affecting the game throughout the whole night. And it's like that man was doing it on the offensive end; he was doing it on the defensive end. Like, ain't no, nothing was easy going to the hole. Nothing was easy. Yeah. Also, you know? it, it it was critical and pivotal for like them to kind of like switch up Drew Holiday onto um you know Chris Paul like yeah. pretty much pressure him throughout the whole ninety four feet. So you know what it is. Yeah. You know what it is too. Really to their offense. Yeah, you know what it is too. Milwaukee size really strong. Like Milwaukee is a big team. Yeah, they're yeah. very deep too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know what else helped them is experience, man. Man, they've been. They didn't have been to the dance or close to the dance enough to know what, what kind of fight it took to get through it. Yeah. They that's, lost that's natural. Yeah, that's very natural. I mean, um, you know, uh, Phoenix, they were just like the new up and coming team. Yes, they had Chris Paul. He was very uh, you know, pivotal as far as like, you know, when, when he's on your team, he's going to elevate the basketball IQ overall and he's going to make the team better. But as far as a championship point guard, I mean, right now, I mean, he's just not that, but he's definitely going to make your um, team go into the playoffs and, and definitely improve. But, but yeah, Milwaukee, they would just pretty much um, just like, you know, um, like slowly, um, like like advancing every single round, um, you know, like throughout the years. And eventually they just um, finally met their good match. So yeah, they, they, they finally they finally put the right pieces around Giannis. Oh, know? yeah. Yeah. That's basically what it came down to. The PJ Tuckers, the, the, the holiday. Um, I'll even say I used to go as far as say Bobby Portis, you know. Oh man, Bobby Portis is love by the Bucks fans. Yeah, yeah. I'm Bobby Portis, man. Now they, Bobby Portis started in Chicago, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, he had a ring before Derrick Rose. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, like. Would it hurt y'all ego if, if y'all was playing for like a team, right? And every time you go up in there, like the crowd would like would just go crazy over you going to going inside the game, like you know, Brian Scott or Brandy, like the white mamba. Like, would it would it be this <laughs> if they go crazy just, just because you coming into the game? I mean, listen, every team has that one player. <laughs> every team has that one player that they go crazy for, you know, and you know, Bobby you know, having his moment, you know. So, yeah, I yeah. can. Hey, I can actually picture Eric going to the scores table and the crowd be screaming, ETP, ETP. <laughs> Motherfucker, I would be a star. 
on this championship because you know like key players got hurt right so no oh, thank you no, no right no, you can't do that you can't right. do that right 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 I'm, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not trying to do it i'm not trying to do it but just to throw it out there like if a super team was assembled right and then one of the players got hurt and then I, and then they get eliminated like does that diminish like the team to actually beat them no I yeah think, I think no, I don't. I, that's part of the game. You you're not guaranteed health throughout the whole game. Um, yeah, well, I, I, anytime any player is put out of the game for any reason, somebody always got use that as an excuse. But you can't control. But feel you can't control that. You know you can't control somebody turning their ankle or somebody hurting their shoulder or breaking a finger. That's something you can't control. So I agree with part of the game, but you're still gonna have them what ifs or them excuses. Well, if such and such wouldn't hurt his leg. I mean, not in that case, then Golden State would have two extra championships at this point. Exactly. <laughs> if you want to make it, it it's part of the game, like you say. Okay. So yeah. I think I, I definitely feel I definitely feel that because like if a super team was assembled and someone got hurt and then they don't advance, I mean, my whole thing is, oh well, I mean, you know. Oh, well. I mean, it's it's clearly a factor. I mean, look, Golden State lost Clay and KD in the same game. It's clearly a factor. But I mean, what you gonna do? The next man up. That's why they have twelve. That's why they have twelve guys on the team, and not just five. But guess know? what? That's why it's called a super team. Because if one of them three motherfuckers get hurt, you still got two. If two get hurt, you still got one. But guess what? You ain't got no motherfucking bitch because you don't get all you got rid of all your other stars and some nice bitch players. You have to trade them away to get the super three. So it's an all in, damned if you do, damned if you don't. I say that to say this though. Brooklyn still, I mean, Milwaukee won a championship. Usually when you win a championship, you should be favorite next year. Right. Brooklyn favorite, then the Lakers, then Milwaukee, then Golden State. That's so four right now. That's before all the moving and see what the fuck's gonna happen in the rest of the year, you know, in the offseason. Who is your but favorite? But they just won a championship and Brooklyn's still a favorite, y'all. Who is your favorite? I'm a Laker fan. I'm, I'm biased. Listen, and let, let them tell it. Let the Laker fans tell it. They're gonna they gonna sign every point guard in the league uh, in a few weeks. That's right. Let me let me let me go on my little Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Hey, hold on, hold on, Rob. Let me go on my rant. Can I go, let me go on my rant for a second? Yeah, I, why I got a nice it, rant too. Why is, why is it every fucking year after the season is over? It's like, man, the Lakers should sign LeBron. The Lakers should sign KD. It's like it's like the media throws that that narrative out every single year. It's Media's more it's more teams in the league than the Lakers, y'all. It's like the Lakers have to be good every year, no matter what. Is, you know? Are you, you 43 and just noticed that? Hey, Nelly, they got AD LeBron. You feel like that yeah. with Magic and He's the not... Magic, they got Magic, they got other people. It's LA, is the, the, they want winners, period. Y'all boys, y'all can settle for, we had the greatest yeah, players Lakers... in one season championships. But the we Lakers... got legacies over here, homie. But the Lakers are like the Yankees, they trying to, Five championships. That's not how it works, homie. Yep, yep. Hey, but how they trying to buy championships? And listen, and listen, right for the most part, it has worked. If, if you are owner and the GM of a team, what the fuck you trying to do? It's called bad championship because you're buying players to win you a championship. <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. No, you said it like that, <laughs> motherfucker. Stop <laughs> gaslighting, man. Damn, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, the Lakers they got AD and LeBron. Two top okay. ten players, right? I mean, and if if you just feel the team with like the uh, complimentary pieces, they are good enough to win the championship. But they got Montrez Harrell, they got Andre Drummond, they had Dennis Schroeder. Now what? They they trying to get Russ, Dame Lillard, 
Chris Paul. I mean, how many more players do they need? Dude. How many more players over, does over the, over the, the last week? Over the last week, they they they've been they put to get Chris Paul, they put to get Bradley Bill, they put to get Russell Westbrook, they put to get it's never enough. It's never, it's never enough. enough. Oh my god, it's, listen. It's only who they gonna you can't pay everybody thirty-three million dollars a year. Come on now, seriously. Players want them rings, boy. They they couldn't taking them pay cuts. Shit. If I was in the NBA, I ain't taking no pay cut. Fuck LeBron. Yeah. If you want that chip, fuck a chip. I thought we was having a podcast, not a personal bash Eric because he love the Lakers. Fuck the show. I'm not bashing Eric. I'm right. bashing LeBron James and the Lakers. Right. I do got a question. I do got a question. Uh, like I said, congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks for a well-deserved win. Uh, but let's look at Phoenix for a second. Can Phoenix get back to the finals, fellas? They, yeah, of course. They need a bonafide second go-to scorer. That's what they need. They can't make it back to the finals. Uh, they need a power forward scorer. Not yeah, not about just the Lakers shit. I mean, you still got Donovan Mitchell and them. You still get no matter what the fuck you say, you still won't have to worry about Golden State. Still got still have to hey Memphis made the playoffs. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You be you people want to count out those small markets, but you see Milwaukee just won. You the West is bananas, man. If you really think about the players, I mean hell, I don't think Dame Lillard gonna stay, y'all. I think he's gonna go somewhere out west and be a be a beast. I mean, Dame handpicked Chauncey Billups. So I mean, why why would he leave now? I mean, he signed up. Hey, I can pick you, but if you don't even get the players that I'm asking to help me get, then I gotta go. I mean, has free agency like officially started though? Nah, in a couple of days. I think they said four more. I saw it on it's on Twitter. I mean that because Kyle Kuzman, you know, you talking about the trades, they said the Lakers gonna get um they don't get Russell, Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul, Buddy Hill. They said they're going to get um, they two more players. And they said all that for Kyle Kuzma. Because Kyle Kuzma swear he a top five player in the league. Hey, hey Kuzma swear he can average 25 points a game. But guess what? Guess who's looking at him for real? The, um, Philadelphia 76ers. So what? So like Ben Simmons going to the Lakers now? I would love to see Ben Simmons and Golden State for Draymond Green. Yeah, that'll be that'll be good. For Draymond Green, you keep Wiseman, you got him, but they say um Dame or Bradley Bill. Well, Bradley Bill more want to go to LA. I've been hearing that. But Dame, I think he might go to Golden State. They say Golden State trying to get a real package for him. So so what about the Clippers then? I mean, it's more than one team in LA. I mean, um, hey, Kawhi. They spend he, all their money. They still can't get out the second round. Kawhi, <laughs> he may miss a whole year because he got to get his knee straight. Exactly. So the Clippers are pretty much done. I mean, if he's on he injured reserve, they can open up their cap space. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but Paul George at your alpha. I mean, I mean, it, that's only second round. As far as you're getting right there, so. Right. And the Clippers, just like Chris Paul, got to understand, I think they curse. Chris cur Paul, everybody can say, oh, Chris Paul, he make, like you said earlier, he make the teams better. Chris Paul was the reason why they lost that fucking series against Milwaukee as well. Here. I mean, it, it was more of as the uh, series some went on. I mean, he kind of showed his age. I mean, he's 36 years old. And he's only six feet, and and you got Drew Holiday literally just hounding him ninety four feet. So eventually right. he just wore down. I mean he right. had tough shots over Giannis. I mean he it, it, it took everything within him just to even get those shots off and and make some buckets. But besides that, after game one, Chris Paul he just won the same player. Exactly. You put that's, exactly. that's what that's what that's what I mean about. I think Milwaukee adjusted to them and their size kind of took over. And don't forget, Phoenix did lose two big men on top of that. So, Sarish and who else? 
Uh, the, the, actually, the backup kid, uh, I forgot his name. Um, I, I think you talk about Tory Craig, but he was just gone for one game. Oh, okay, okay. But I think Sarge did play a, a big factor in that. I think they missed him too. I think they missed him too, Jim. Yeah, he is a stretch yeah. four, so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is a... Yeah, that's what I said. That's the position they, they, they was weak at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but but yeah, man, congrats to the Milwaukee Bucks, man. I'm definitely proud of Giannis. And uh, I mean, hey, you know, once he, he got his first championship, maybe, um, you know, he won't feel so pressure in the playoffs no more. So, I mean, they have to be a tough out, man, because um, Giannis, man, he he plays every possession like it's his last. So. Love that, man. I love that. And, and and Giannis, you know, obviously he's not an American player, so he he don't give a fuck about you know like meeting up and and being chummy with these players in the off season, working out with them. I mean, he's an old school soul, so I kind of like that about him. So he he could work out on his own, and if you're not on his team, he's he not your friend. So he he only have like seven Instagram followers, and this and, and everybody's from his family, so he he don't do the whole celebrity shit. He he pretty much like not a yet. Okay. <laughs> He's just a low-key, you know, cool dude. So, you know, yeah, yeah I like him. I like yeah, him. Y'all don't like him now. <laughs> so, so fellas, I got to get, get off the sports for a second. <laughs> I, I do got a question for you guys. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, you heard about the verses between the locks and Dipset? Yeah. <laughs> the, the verses that they have, they have. Yes, sir. I think it's just coming Saturday or something. Yeah, August 3rd or something. Okay, okay. Who you got? Who you guys got, man? So we're talking Rockefeller versus um Rough Riders, huh? Thanks. Damn. Shit. I mean, man, no, both talking about, both talking about hits, though, man. I said a lot. Uh, I'm a lot guy. I say the lots. I played some of Cameron and Santana songs the other day. I said it's gonna be a very good verse. <laughs> you know what? New, Dipset, they were commercial the though. New York say the locks, the world gonna say dipset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I won't say that. I won't say that because all about the Benjamins is like a cult all-time favorite hit, you know. But um, that's one that's like their biggest hit though. But then, well, well, but then I mean they got they got they, they got that. That early Rough Rider. They was on Money, Power, yeah. Respect also. Yeah. Yeah. With yeah. yeah. DMX, yeah. 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 But know, it's so the locks. It's not Rough Riders versus Dipset. It's the locks. Right. But, but they're going to play, they're going to play their features as well. <laughs> yeah, that ain't fair. You can't bring DMX into any of this. Uh, you kind of can, huh? But I mean, That's you can't. It's going to happen. It's gonna happen, but it's it's kind of like, you know, it's cheating basically. <laughs> right so, now, it is. So, so, so fellas, uh, we all we all of of the same age, and say twenty some years later now, almost twenty five. Do you think that that era of rap was a golden era? No, I don't. I think the golden era of rap was from. 92 to 2008. You know, you know what? 92 to 2010. 92 to 2010. Like, I, like honestly, you said what? I said that's, that's our goal. That's our goal, Eric, because that's when we really started listening to music and paying attention and understanding what you was you was finding out which lane you do, you want to be in when you heard rap and right. music. Right. And my hip hop and my hardcore and my street, whatever the fuck it was that fits your lane. And I at 24, that's when you really pick up like, oh, this, I fuck with this. You guys mm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I can, I don't want to say it's just it was I'll go to Eric. I mean, back in the 80s, niggas gonna say cool hurt, you know what I'm saying? In the late 80s, early 90s, they're gonna say NWA was that lane. Yeah. Right. Well, no, well, they no, had NWA, NWA, they hit you NWA. know Spice One came on the scene. The West Coast, that's what the West Coast had a lot. Well, I kind of consider I kind of consider NWA being our era, though. That was like what early, early, late eighties, early nineties. You know. That's what I, I mean. I like I like it. I love all music. I love all genres, though. But like you said, said, for me, my golden era will be the twenty when we was in our twenties, between twenty one yeah. and twenty six. 
I say Illmatic to the uh to the Eminem show. That's a good one. That's pretty yeah. good. That's a nice era. 93, 94. To like 02, huh? Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, the reason why I said 2010, because like that was kind of like the time in which like streaming pretty much got off and and like yeah. my, my, just before that started. <laughs> right. My my whole like experience of like going to like Best Buy with Sam Goody or Virgin, like buy an album and just listen to it from start to finish. I mean, that that was just a good. That was like a good like feeling. I mean, I spent my my cold hard twenty dollars to like buy a CD and just you know take the time out at least for those first three or four days and, and listen to tracks. And and like nowadays, I'm on, on I'm only listening to singles and 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 I'll, and I'll, I may catch some on the radio, but overall, I just missed that whole buying albums experience and and just, and just breaking down different songs. Since we on music, fellas, I don't I don't know if we talked about it or not. Did we, did we talk about the uh, Nas X and the, uh, the the rewards? Did we talk about that? No. Oh, I was going to ask you guys how you felt about that or not. What, what did he do this time? Well, I guess they had a performance on the awards show. I want to say the BET Awards, actually. The BET. And, yeah, and he uh, performed. Right? He actually, at the end of the performance, he, he, was, he kissed one of the dancers, like, you know, and it wasn't just a peck, you know, oh. so everybody was kind of, uh, you know, gritted out, I guess. I guess some people was of the... For what? Of the intimacy, I guess he was his brand. But... Nas next? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know how you guys felt about it before I before I give mine. He ain't nothing but the modern age Madonna, dude. Yeah, that's a that's a good way to put it. Um, yeah, that's what he did. I mean, it's hey, what he eat don't make me shit. If he make, do he make music I listen to? Not really. If it's a song I like, I play it. You We're know what I'm saying? I'm not audience. Right. All right, I'm not a target audience anyway. I mean, but I'm but I'm not gonna be up there with a, a picket sign like, oh, he kissed the guys. Don't buy his music. That's what he into. I mean, I mean, is it a bad look for BET for like had it on display? I mean, no, maybe, no, Robert, maybe. no, Robert, no, no, Robert, day and age, bro. You said right. It's this day and age. Phil said it. It ain't you know what I'm saying. You still with to get off my lawn, goddamn sign. People walk past your house, you frown up at them for no fucking reason. They better not step in your grass. That type of shit. Have y'all heard about? The uh, new video that he made called Industry Baby. I didn't watch it. No. I heard it. Okay. What about it? Okay, so Chloe, she watches YouTube Kids on iPad. So when I was uh, flicking through uh, different, um, you know, titles and stuff to like uh, show her, and and I came across the Lil Nas X Industry Baby uh, video on YouTube Kids. I think that's a huge problem. But wait a minute. Did you did you set the video? What, what, what is the song about? It's it's him dancing naked in like a prison setting. Okay, that, that's what I So the thing is, the media made him made his target audience. He didn't make it himself. When he went, uh, when he got, got real popular off that cowboy song, that's when everybody started thinking he was post he was making music for little kids and they just running with it. That ain't his fault. Yeah, but it's incumbent upon us to like speak out about it because at the end of the day, we are the bosses of these artists. It's incumbent on you. We we have spending power to like dictate terms to these artists. But but but, but Rob, what are we what are we dictating, Rob? It's it's his life. I mean, that's what I'm saying. All you can control is YouTube, bro. You you can live your life, but I just don't want that imagery on my on my five year old iPad. I'm saying it shouldn't be on YouTube Kids. That's 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 what I'm trying to tell you. Steve Barab, you trying to hit I gotta I gotta call you on your bullshit, Rob. Uh-oh. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. You call me bullshit and not little X? I mean. I'm just saying, though. I'm just saying, though. I'm just saying, though. If 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 if, 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 Wop, if Wop was on YouTube, 
we won't be having this conversation. And WAP was on YouTube? If you, if you was looking at your daughter and you saw the WAP video. I would be on, just as outraged. Get them, get them skanks off my daughter's iPad. But that's, but that's what I'm saying, though, Rob. He ain't the one who put himself on YouTube, on YouTube kids. The algorithm dictated that because of people liking his that cowboy song and all of the kids doing videos. Make that made pigeonhole him into a target audience he wasn't shooting for. Yeah, but there was no nudity in, in Old Town Road. So when it comes to industry baby, it, it should have been some type of um disclaimer or 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 like um you know, setting to like keep that type of video to, for like appearing on YouTube kids. I right. Mean, That's why it's not his fault. It's YouTube's fault. Okay. Right. You can't be mad at him as an artist displaying his art. YouTube put that there, right? Okay. I mean, I, I, I didn't know y'all were fans, so excuse me. I know y'all was his number one fans. <laughs> Nah, it ain't about it ain't about whether we like him or not. It's just about the media creating an opportunity for our kids to get exposed to things that they shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. It ain't his fault. He an artist. He made a song. So that so that mean that if you know what I'm saying, Triple uh, Six Mafia came out with a Christmas song, they'll be on YouTube too. You're gonna be mad at them. There's no cursing in uh, music. I mean, you could probably find. Um... Christmas and no, it, it ain't about what's in the music though. It's about the media determining what belongs in YouTube kids. It's not the artist. So what's gonna and happen? So, that one song, that one Christmas song they make will end up on YouTube. And then YouTube's gonna attach all of their previous songs because now they're in a market where they where they're accepted by children. That's what I'm saying. Okay, well, if you know That's how to edit, explanation, if you know how to edit these YouTube videos, in, in which I've been doing our videos since day one. If you know how to edit, there's a setting. Is it made for kids? You could put yes or no. In all of our videos, I put no. None of our videos will ever be on YouTube Kids. Okay, so that so that basically what you said. We might be hitting the wrong target. Let's start fresh with that little bass. So you saying Larry Lil Nas X posted his own videos on YouTube, huh? I'm not saying that he did it. I'm just saying that it ain't no that, way you can. Him I'm just saying that it's specific video in which him dancing naked in a prison setting, it should not be on a kid's type of platform. I but agree. You can't blame him for that. You have to blame the record label, blame YouTube, blame the right people. Fine. I mean, maybe maybe the wrong tree, but I mean, somebody somebody has to be accountable. The Rob. It's called the music business. It's not how can we raise a, a responsible kid. It's called the music business. So there is a market, obviously, out there. So you can't you can't be mad at the record labels to dictate where they want to show the video. You know. Oh, so you just gonna just just you know roll over and and and, and just take it, right? No, no, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna explain you to my kids. That shit, right? I'm just gonna explain. I'm no, I'm gonna sit my kids down and talk to them about the differences of the world, you know, uh, and explain to them not to judge, that. not to judge people by what how they are, just right. accepting for who they are, you know. You I'm can't, just gonna disable YouTube so they can't watch it. <laughs> well, that too, that too, you know, yeah. but. Um, I think it's a, I think it's a very sensitive subject for some people, but I think if people just mind our business at the end of the day, let people be who let let people express themselves how they want to be expressed, and and let everything else fall. If you don't if you don't mess with them, you don't mess with them. You know I'm not I want to I don't want to condemn the kid. You know I think he's, you know like like Eric said, his music ain't for me. I'm not his target audience, but as far as his sexuality goes and how he expresses it. That's not that's, that's not him. Me. That's not me to say anything. That's for that's for him to express how he wanted to express it. Now Madonna was over sexual. We was young. Madonna was over sexual. Did you not listen to Madonna? Yeah. Did you not watch her bro, videos? No, bro. Did you not listen to Madonna? Like, watch her videos? Yeah, passing. I probably saw it. 
You say what? Yeah, yeah, of course I probably saw videos. Right. Okay, so what's your point? She was talking about sex. That was inappropriate back then, is what his point is. Yeah. Okay. You turned you out. Okay, so maybe maybe I was just a badass kid from out of B Wells that was just getting into shit. Yeah. I was wrong. <laughs> what I'm saying is our kids are gonna see shit. Whether we like it or not, they're gonna see it, they've already seen shit. I understand that, but as the parent, I have to be that I have to be that um have to be that like authority figure to like dictate what they can and cannot see. Right. So you got you you got them in the prison. When you say the authority, so they're in the minor little prison with you. Well, let me let me tell you. I mean, Nelly said I would sit my child down, explain to her the the how the world is. Of course we have conversations. Yes, we will have conversations, but let me let me tell y'all my favorite word that I always been saying since day one. I am the patriarchy of the house. So is, is that better, motherfucker? What they got to do with anything, though, right? <laughs> so, so that means he that you're in the conversation? He the sheriff, he the deputy, King Kong ain't got shit on him. This is a dictatorship, yeah, okay. dictatorship not a democracy in my household. I bet you we can't all go up in your house right now if he was over there. Y'all came over last time, right? Ain't nobody go inside. <laughs> Dude, it was a nice day. We was in the gazebo. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I never looked at it like that. Uh, patriarch. <laughs> he, he wasn't a patriarch that day. <laughs> hey, let me let me get to this last topic. Um and, and, and last week, y'all, that was like one of my one of my most funnest topics that I actually, you know, just brought up on the fly. That that was so fucking hilarious. And just to kind of like see y'all experience red pure rage because y'all was fucking ghetto queens all y'all lives. So y'all thought that they was dimes. Here we go. That was, that was so hilarious. I mean, even R. Kelly at Crucial Conflict made a song for y'all. Yo, my ghetto queen. <laughs> so, so like, if, if y'all should give out one dime to, like, the most beautiful woman that you have ever seen in your life, I just want to see what what does y'all judge a character? So, like, E, I'll go with you first. <laughs> if you should give out one dime, who is the most beautiful woman you have ever seen in your life, in your, what, 40, 43 years in life? Famous anything. Yes, yes. Now, now, no matter who we name, I, I can imagine everybody else is trashing a bitch. So. <laughs> so go ahead, man. For me, I think, I think Rihanna's a dime. Rihanna's a dime? Honestly. Okay, I can't argue with that. Because she has sex appeal. Like, we talked about beautiful looks and sex. Mm -hmm. I think her sexiness pushes her to a dime. Because I just, we don't see her with no makeup and no bra on and no pants. Okay. And she's beautiful. Okay. Now you go. Okay. Now, uh, Nelly, go ahead. You used to give out one dime. Who gets dime status? Bill shaking his head. <laughs> I don't I, I can't even think, man. You see, so I, I, not, but y'all put me on the motherfucking spot. Now y'all gonna answer this question. If I gotta say down status, and this this may seem cliche, but I'm not based, I'm not just basing it off of looks either. I'm basing it off damn, this she might be a very good person too. Um Rihanna was a good one, Eric, but it wasn't a good one. It was a good one. It was. It was. Oh. Um, I almost want to say Beyonce. Okay. You can't really argue that. You can't argue um, that at all. Okay, but why is she a dad? I go I go back with I go back between 
like her, maybe her, or maybe um, Gabrielle Union. But when I think about yeah. it, like Beyonce, yeah. like, Gabby. like Beyonce, Beyonce Gabby. is beautiful. Like Beyonce is beautiful. Uh, but like, she definitely has a street side of her too, or something about her that makes us like a normal, a normal, hood chick almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. But 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 like she, but like she's the, she's like the high, the high excellence of being black excellence though. Like she's just it's it's her and it's everybody else. Right. Okay. And like she's easy on the eyes too. That doesn't that 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 definitely helps, but. I've way been fluctuating um, ever since we actually met, you know, saw her back in 90, what, 95, 96. I mean, I'm saying she she had a thick year. She had a skinny year. I mean, right now she's kind of skinny, but um, but yeah, she she always fluctuated. But I don't mind her yo-yoing. I mean, Rihanna gained weight. She never, come on, guys. She ain't never been fat. (laughs) No, she ain't been fat, but she done gained some weight. Yeah, but Rihanna has And that's scary. Rihanna has kids, and that's scary. That's See, scary. Rihanna, Rihanna, Rihanna has oh, I'm going up and down too, though. Hey, I'm on that Kevin Samuel shit right now. <laughs> yeah, come on, Phil, give me a good dime, a nice dime, Phil. Gal Gadot. Who? Wonder, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, nigga. Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, I thought it was. She okay. seems humble, G. I- I oh, see yeah. her on the Tonight Show and shit. Like, I know it's an acting thing, but she come off as humble. I mean, I really, you know, I don't have no argument with that. You? Okay. Well, unfortunately. But y'all don't think she's cute? She's not. Yeah, yeah. Her body ain't all this and that, but she's an attractive woman. I mean, I probably would have been Megan Fox, maybe. Outside that. the race. Megan Good. Oh, that's a good one. Make it good. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Rob, you give us your dad. Eva Longoria. Well, yeah, no one, nigga. Yeah, right. 2000. <laughs> yeah, back when she was in Desperate Housewives. Yeah. I haven't seen her since. I have. If you see walking down the street, you will be fine. Go ahead. No, I want to hear Robin. Come on, with this Tracy Chapman ass bitch, you for the name. Come on. All right. Old man, you mean? I will have to show y'all real quick. Oh, he planned this shit. I will have to show y'all. So now, I I actually got two dimes. So like this first one, I'm going to show. Huh? Say it again. Oh, so you gonna say Rosa Parks? Oh, <laughs> stupid man! But come on, you got two of them. Let's see these ladies. First one, like okay. this. This was the first woman mm-hmm. that I actually fell in love with. I was probably maybe six, seven years old when I first saw Vanity. Rob, she a cokehead. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, talking she been ten. She had a coke problem. She looks hot now. She she's a rock star. Listen, but she a drug addict. You would you want no drug addict around your daughters, would you? Rihanna's on drugs and she on them herpes. Hey man, she got herpes and she do she smoke a little weed probably. But I, that don't oh, mean shit. Oh, hey, I she don't be fucking me, so I don't need I don't nigga need to worry about the herpes, motherfucker. Hey, I actually got two dimes, but but this first okay. one is more of an honorable mention. But my actual okay. dime, now my dime, she has a black mama and a black daddy. I wanted to, I wanted to name someone who had um, you know two black parents, so pretty much like a black chick. So my dime is going to be in her prime, Miss Janet Jackson. Hmm. Mm. Mm. I don't not disagree with that, but I don't know. She more like an eight and a half. Janet was perfect, homie. Nah, Janet was yeah, Well, listen, are we talking? Are, are we talking about poetic justice, Janet? Nah, I might have to agree with you on that. Janet was hitting on all cylinders in her. Poetic, poem. Justice. 
Poetic justice. You know why she not there? Because when I look at her, I think about Michael Jackson. She's not a dime. She's a very nice eight and a half nine. Jenny okay, Jackson was, has never been a dime. Okay, y'all. You what about, about Jenny? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, you can show yeah. 35 more pictures of the bitch. She ain't a dime. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's my dime. So. But. Everybody agree with everybody else's dimes, but you, the hardest one on us about dimes, speak two women that wasn't a dime. <laughs> so, so Vanity <laughs> wasn't a dime? No. Vanity was a cokehead. No. No, 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 no. Off her looks. Based no, we... Look. No. no. No, she's still one of that. She's a nice eight and a half. Vanity was eight and a half. Eight and a half, nine. Jesus no. Christ. No. I'll pass. I'll pass. E. E. I mean... Rudy was a dime when we was coming up. She looked better than her now. E, I mean, you named some Section A bitches dives before. <laughs> Will you ask me to name a bitch right now? No what? What's what's um Donna Ross' daughter? Tracy Ellis Ross. Tracy Ellis Ross to me is a dime. Maybe that's just me, but she looked better at uh, her age, actually. Of, 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 her, her of age people age. on this panel, I was the only one to like meet her and be in her presence and talk to her. I mean, she she is a very attractive woman. I probably would Ooh. give her and and her prime Tracy Ellis Ross. I I, I, probably, I, met, a, I met a lookalike. She ain't no damn to me. I probably I probably give her eight. She eight. She got that lazy eye. I mean, when you're a dime, you are you are perfect. Vanity wasn't perfect, dude. <laughs> just because of a drug problem? No, the bitch just she wasn't. She, she didn't wasn't. She, she stood out. Good. She one of the cute girls at the club, but you know you're not even finna waste your time to talk to her. That's who Vanity was. Of course, you won't go waste your time because you won't go get her. Oh, you, you could have snagged that. Walk up to a dime and get her. See, all I need is a motherfucking coat. <laughs> <laughs> you had to been Pris or Rick James to get Vanity. A credit card in a bag. That's all you need. <laughs> all you need some dope and some motherfucking sleeping pills and a motherfucking place to rest y'all head that night. Just like I expected. I mean, if, if we just named beautiful women, y'all were just going to trash them, so. No, no, we didn't trash. I mean, we all was in agreement with Rihanna and Beyonce. I mean, y'all trash Gal Gadot because she didn't have a bad body. No, no, I, I like Gal Gadot. I, I agree with Gal Gadot's a 10. See, you got to appreciate the person who they are, man. Everybody ain't going to have no big booty and big breasts. That don't make you good. Exactly. Right. Don't make I mean, they, they want everybody to be ghetto queens. You notice, you notice, hold on, Rob. You notice, you notice, I didn't mention Megan, make, I didn't make him, uh, Megan a stallion. I didn't mention, Megan's not a dime. Um, I didn't, I didn't meet, mention, Kim K. I didn't mention Kip K. I didn't mention who, who who's other big booty chick out there? Um, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. I didn't name none of them cats, you know what I mean? So. It, it, to me, it looks looks is important, but it's more or less about personality too. How you think me. she gonna treat you, right? Yeah, because Rihanna look like she fun in booty. But I mean, oh. I, I I even would say J Lo. J Lo been married ten times. Well, nah, I won't fuck that bitch. She fine, but J Lo still got it. I give you that. But she not a just because man, she she back to being athlete. This bitch that went around the world and came back. <laughs> who, who is this? J Lo. Oh, J Lo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she back with being athlete. Yeah. So, I mean, she uh, she still got to look for her age, but I wouldn't give her necessarily a that. I mean, uh, her Shakira did look pretty good in that Super Bowl um halftime performance last year. So um, that was nice. She, she still got it. Yeah, I said, yeah, she got it. I was saying, but I would give her a dime, but she got it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she like Beyonce. Beyonce, really, dude, that's, dude, she she beautiful. Like, for real. Naturally. You see her singing and shit, you be looking at her sometimes, like, damn, this girl really is fine. Was she the baddest Destiny Child, though? No. 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 Who was the baddest? 
Pharaoh was the finest. I'm, the one uh, they kicked out. No, nah, I'm talking about, to me, the chocolate one in the original. The original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I had a thing for her too. I like Pharaoh the, 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 the second go round. Pharaoh's fine as hell. Yeah, she don't look like shit now. Yeah, Latoya wasn't bad either. She wasn't bad. She looked bad when she was younger. What about Latoya? Kimberly was Rowan? hey, Latoya was giving her competition though. Latoya loved was giving her some competition. You know what though? You know what though? Ma uh, to me, to me, Michelle is a dime. Not Michelle. Um, Kelly Rowland. Um, Kelly yeah. Rowland to me is a dime. I think she's very beautiful, man. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, Dar's uh, sister, man. I always liked her better than Beyonce. To be honest with you. I don't. Yeah. yeah, I, 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 I And I could see skin. I just, she didn't. I mean, she, she was cute. But she was like, the cute friend, but you know, you're going to holler at the other one. And then you argue and pick fights with that one. You, you just. You fuck you wanted Beyonce. And you stupid <laughs> motherfuckers. Oh, Kelly's the great. If you had a chance to be with Kelly or Beyonce, I'd be with Kelly. Like, like, like Fabulous said, if you could have Beyonce, would you taste the lunch? I mean, stop. It's like, come on, y'all. Yeah, Fabulous said Beyonce checked his ass about that verse too. You said what? I said Beyonce, Fabulous said, said on um the Breakfast Club one day. He was like, uh, or it might have been on Nori shit. It might have been Drink Chefs instead. I'm sorry. Get the right person, they, they props. But he said, uh, she checked him. Beyonce, met with, she was like, she was like, hey, Fab, come here. He said, he looked like, oh, he like, what's going on? That's the lies, Beyonce. Because he said on one of his mixtapes, and the shit hot too. Because he was like, if you, but in this, it was, it's, to us, it's true. If I could have Beyonce, would I take some lunch? But it's like, damn, that's her sister. Don't put her down, you know, shit like that. Fabulous say he said, okay, he never play that song out. You know what I'm saying? He never put it out and shit. So, yeah. and that's what, and that go back to Nelly with the Beyonce shit. She a hood chick that'll check your ass too, and you love that about her. Now, mm -hmm. was it was it the hood Beyonce that that like put fear in him, or, or was it really Jay Z? God, him and Jay Z friends. Jay Z didn't give a fuck. He don't like salons, of course. Yeah, she beat his ass. Right. He, I think, he could care less I, about the fucking verse. He might have fucking wrote the verse. He probably wrote it. <laughs> I, I think. I think Jay Z. I think what made Beyonce special is that, like, Jay Z probably was on some BS, and she checked his ass, and. You know, not to say that Beyonce just stood there being all classy and you know she yeah, didn't, that's what he said. He said she did it, she did it classy as fuck. He mm -hmm. he said when you can check somebody when you that's what I'm saying. When you could we know you got some hood in, but you so fucking classy, you could check a motherfucker with a smile and mm -hmm. keep on going about your business. No, no that's she, a bad chick, G. No, she did release she did release her dog on him, which is her sister, but you know, that's, that's oh, a yeah. that's you a launch a dog now. I mean, I'm sorry. Like nah. for guardian, do you, Mister? Stop. No, no. <laughs> don't, 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 don't misquote me out here. <laughs> I apologize. She's not considered a dog in a literal sense. A but, security, right? right. But, but I'm saying, as far as like, you know, her bucking up, Beyonce couldn't do that, so her sister did it for her. That's all. You know. So. Well, maybe hey, Beyonce was just too timid to do anything. She got y'all fooled. I know. I think I think she's classy. I think she rather have her stuff behind closed doors. You know. Well, fellas, um, hey, let let me go ahead and give y'all my my actual look scale because I finished it. But, but but like next week, I will actually like elaborate on on each category. But I did from ten to five last time. But I, I'll go over it again. I actually made like a slight amendment to it. So okay. 10, so 10, you a perfect game. Nine, no hitter. Eight, lifetime ERA, no more than one run. Seven. Seven, you're you eight. No, seven. Seven, you're pitching perfect games now. Okay. No, 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 no. You're pitching complete games. Okay. So okay. 10, perfect game. Nine, no hitter. Eight, lifetime ERA, no more than one. Seven. 
complete game. Six, you're ace. Five, you're starting rotation. Four, you're a closer. Three, you're a regular relief pitcher. Two, you are a pinch hitter. One, you just in triple A. So, and just to kind of give um, some ladies some advice, uh, if, if you fall between five and 10, it's incumbent upon you to like lock down your dude before this happens to you. Let me go ahead and let me go ahead and uh, show this real quick. Two out. Hard hit into right. Back at the wall. Tie game. Ladies, that wall is undefeated. Do not hit that wall. Hi <laughs> uh, y'all. Uh, do y'all got any uh, last um, comments before we head on out? Nah, we. I'll see your ass next week, man. Hi uh, y'all. Corner Store Podcast episode forty-two. We we'll see y'all next week, man. And uh, wow. actually, you know what? I'm sorry, y'all. Next week, I'm on vacation. I'm in Hilton Head, so we're probably gonna be doing this two weeks from now. But that's fine. Hi, uh, right, baby. Yeah. Uh, nah. Hi, y'all. 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 Hi,